rest of the Christmas story as we know it. And there were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for your word. It tells us of your gift. It tells us of what happened that first Christmas. Lord, we pray that from this we can gain what we need in this Christmas here, this year. That you speak to our hearts and our minds and that we would be ready to receive all the gifts that you want to give this night just as we give unto you our very lives. We thank you for this. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, years ago, there was a book that got made into a movie that was based off of a newspaper editorial. I know it's kind of complicated, but it's one of those that it was a question, and I think many of you have probably heard of it. It kind of, the answer or the reply, kind of what, yes, Virginia, there is. And I, I think today we could start out with that reply to all the questioning that's going on right now, whether we're going to even have a Christmas to celebrate, especially with many places canceling Christmas, so to speak. So I just want to start out the message tonight just saying this. Yes, Virginia, there is a Christmas this year. Just letting you know, in case anybody wasn't sure about it, there is a Christmas this year. And while most of us uh, are probably still saying Merry Christmas, uh, the problem is that there are some that are having some doubts about whether not only is it going to be merry, but is it going to be much of a Christmas at all? There are those this year who have lost their job or lost their income and are facing an uncertainty of whatever's going to happen in the future, which affects their celebrating of this Christmas. For some, uh, they've got the money, but to go out and get the gifts and try to interact with all that's going on out there and the people, it becomes difficult. So what do you do? You order online only to find out that you read in the newspaper that the postal service has a huge backup because of people who, like in many places, are not able to get to work because they either have COVID or have been exposed to it. And so I don't know if my Christmas presents are going to come on time 
you got all these kind of things. It's not just about the gifts under the tree. It's those things, that the other trimmings and traditions of Christmas, whether it be the stockings or Christmas cookies or, or the decorated Christmas trees or the Christmas cookies or the cards or the Christmas carols and carolers, whether it be the party with friends, the gathering together with families or the Christmas cookies. Did I already say that? Uh, uh, just it, which whatever it, whatever it might be, it, it's a year that has been dark in so many ways. And unfortunately, to some, it just seems like it gets darker at a time of year when you really are looking for some light. It can feel like Christmas is just getting crossed out. You need to, to get crossed out. In fact, there are a few that, that, that I don't know, but I, I've seen it. I've not seen it before in years past, but I'm starting to see that there are a few that are starting to celebrate a new holiday. Festivus? Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, yes. They, there are people who are, are they're, they're putting it out there um, uh, that, uh, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this, it's a strange kind of holiday that happens right before Christmas that is made up from the Jerry Seinfeld show like forever ago. Uh, some of you weren't even born when that came out. So, you know, but that, that was kind of their thing. And one of the one of the things about Festivus, there weren't a lot to it, but one of the things that made Festivus that was part of the celebration was the airing of grievances. That's right, the airing of grievances. So whether or not people today are actually celebrating that, they definitely have got this airing of grievances down. Would you agree? We, we kind of got this down with the long list, especially at Christmas. Some ha- have so been affected by everything and, and have so allowed it to get to you that we've turned into Scrooges with some bah humbug this Christmas that we haven't had before. Anybody willing to admit that? A little bit of that? And she says, yes, somebody says, yes, but it just doesn't seem to stop. Uh, I mean, like it was for uh, us and for over half of Americans, they changed how they celebrated Thanksgiving this year uh, without meeting and go, getting together with family like they would usually. And now here we are at Christmas and and still not able to connect in important relationships. And, and, and while we air those grievances, there are those who this year in their celebration will be different in who's there because this year their loved one passed away. In a year where it was difficult even to say goodbye. Unfortunately, really, that difficulty goes to all kinds of relationships this year. Division between longtime friends and families. At times, all-out conflict or just canceling of relationships. A strain. A, a strain that just seems to be there between people that sometimes you can't even put your finger on. You don't know why or what it is, but it's even affected our marriages, many marriages that are moving towards divorce this year, or at least thinking towards that way when they haven't before. So let me just say, don't do it. Don't let this year and the things going on cross out your marriage or other relationships, and don't let it cross out Christmas. And while we're talking about things not to do, let's also recognize that the pandemic depression that has increased as isolation has continued is just spreading wider and going deeper in an emotional fallout that is causing 
a greater frequency of not only suicidal thoughts this year, but self-injury. So whether you're here, whether you're watching, don't do it. Don't let the unusual year of these things that have happened, that some of which are not even a part of the news or anything to do with anything that's going on, don't let any of that cross out your life or cross out this Christmas. I know for many, you feel like you're missing the peace, the joy, the love, the hope that you look forward to at Christmas. It's just not Mary. It feels like it's got and crossed out, but it's not just the Mary part. It's all the other parts that come with it. So it's kind of like you're just starting to cross the whole thing out. Not just the outward things, but the inward celebration, even affecting us spiritually, at least for some. Now, I recognize about this point in time, this can all kind of sound, at least to some, it may sound like I'm focusing a little on the negative. And, and you know, Christmas Eve service, shouldn't there be just a fluffy feel-good message in and out? You know, isn't that... Uh, well, that might be nice for tonight. But it's not going to help you tomorrow. And it's not going to help you the next day after that and after that as well. We need to deal with our reality. But we need to deal with our reality in light of the truth. Of God's truth. About all this. Yes, Virginia, there is still a Christmas. Uh, and let's think about that reality. Think about that truth uh, together that took place at first Christmas. Remember I was reading in uh, earlier in Luke chapter 2 about at the beginning and the census was to be taken. And so Joseph, it says in verse 4 of chapter 2 of Luke went up from the town in Nazareth, Galilee, to do Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. I want you to think about the reality of that first Christmas. It's not a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings where everything went perfectly as planned. Could it be, if we were Joseph and Mary, that that we would have some grievances to air? That everything is not exactly how I imagined the birth of my first child, let alone the Son of God. Definitely some would be crossing out Mary in the Merry Christmas because, you know, you're nine months pregnant. You have to leave your home all that you know, where everything is, and all that you have, and even some people who might be helpful to you. But not only that, for Joseph, you have to leave your work. And if you leave your work, you don't get paid. Right before you're getting ready to have a child, right before the child's coming, I'm not going to have any money coming in. And you have this long, long, hard walk on a, on a road that is not good. And then once you finally make it to the end of your journey, your travels to where you got to go, there's no place to stay. In fact, there's no place for this baby to be born except everyone's dream, a stable. Yes, right? You know, that's your dream where you want to have a baby. And not only that, in a manger. Oftentimes we have them in the wood, and they, and they may have been like that, but more, most of them in those times were these nice, cold, hard stone. Feeding troughs is what the manger was. Surely this was not the way they anticipated or wanted to celebrate 
in a sense, the birth of Christ, the first Christmas. And I know somebody's going to shine it. Well, well, there was there was more going on. The second part of those verses you read about the, you know, there was an angel and and there was light and and there was a whole army, a host, a whole heavenly army that was singing. And yeah, that happened to the shepherds. The only thing Mary and Joseph heard were, right? That's what they got to hear on that uh, that that Christmas night, so to speak. But you know what? That didn't ruin it for them. There was nothing crossed out that first Christmas. Not joy, not peace, not any of that. Rather, they were thrilled and blessed. And in some ways, that's not hard to imagine like so many that go through the great pain of childbirth. Things not working out exactly as planned as trying to get to the hospital and everything that goes on. And yet when that baby comes... That's all that matters. However long, however painful it was, however much hassles there were, it doesn't matter when that baby comes. All the rest of the stuff just fades away. They were focused not on the bad, but on the blessing, on Christ. How about for us? You know, I list all those and some can associate with some of the bads. But where is our focus? Christ has come to focus on, in a sense, the Christ of Christmas. No matter what you do, you cannot cross out Christmas because you cannot cross out Christ. It may seem like Christmas traditions have been taken away, but no one can take away the truth of Christmas because it's all about Christ. Even Herod in Matthew chapter 2 tried to cancel the ongoing celebration, so to speak, of Christmas by trying to cancel or cross out Christ altogether. But it didn't work out. We read in Matthew chapter 2 verse 13, Now when the Magi had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord, it was when they, meaning the Magi had departed, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And even later on the cross, the enemy thought he had crossed out Christ for good. But Jesus rose up from the grave. He defeated death. He defeated the devil. And he is alive today. No matter who it is, no matter what happens, just Virginia, there is a Christmas this year because there is an Emmanuel, God with us. And he will continue to be with us. No matter what has gone on and no matter what is yet to come, God is with us. Through the fire, through the flood, He will be with us. Ultimately, there is nothing that can separate us from Him and His love. We read in Romans chapter 8, Who who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things... We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels or demons, neither present nor future, nor any powers or any height or depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the Christ of Christmas. And of course, any talk about that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God, implies that there was a connection at some point 
a connection, first of all, that God made at Christmas when he came down to this earth and made that connection with us. But we need to make that connection with him to join together with Jesus. It doesn't happen just because we're born in the USA. It doesn't happen just because we come and sit in a church any more than sitting in a garage is going to make you a car, right? It doesn't happen that way. There's a transformation that needs to take place that only God can do, but we have to make the choice to open the door and surrender to Him. Now, for some tonight, that's what I needed to hear. You know, I, I need to put that focus back there. And yet I, I, I got to believe that there are probably some, whether they're here or who are watching, that are thinking, that was nice, that was truth, that was good. But to some degree, it kind of feels like a cop-out. You know? We have everything, we got Christ, but it feels like everything else in my life has been crossed out. Yeah, I got Christ, but perhaps we're missing something. An, an attitude that doesn't fully grasp the sole purpose and meaning of Christmas is Christ. I know most of us here would probably say, I mean, that's why you're here, that's why you're watching. Here you would say, yeah, Christ is important to Christmas. He is the reason for the season. Uh, we, we say that. After all, we're celebrating his birth. But we can end up thinking of Christ like, you know, this, well, let me, let me give an illustration. Sometimes I think we can end up thinking of Christ kind of like, like this. Oh, if I can get it out of here. Here we go. Can it, oh, how many of you recognize what this is? Uh, besides a star. I know somebody said, oh, a star. Yeah, yes, it is a star. You are right. You know, sometimes I, I, I wonder if we kind of think about Christ and Christmas. Like Jesus is the star on the top of the Christmas tree. You know what I mean? is a star on top of the Christmas tree, an important part. This is the finishing touch. It wouldn't be Christmas until you put the star on top and light it. The star that represents Jesus becomes the central focus as we, as we think even in this, you know, the central focus takes us all the way up that tree and to look at the star beyond the presence, beyond the ornaments, to look at the star There is one star in our Christmas celebration. And while that might sound like a good picture of Christmas, it's also a picture that can too easily end up getting Christmas crossed out altogether. I want you to think about it this way. And even if you haven't quite been paying attention to this point, follow me here. What if, in Grinch-like fashion, something happened in all the presents around that tree, they're taken away. In fact, all the ornaments and lights were taken off. In fact, even the tree itself was taken. And so that all that was left on the floor was just this. Just a star. Has Christmas been taken away 
You still have the star that represents Jesus. Yet the reality is, for many of us, honestly, if all of that was taken and all that was left on the floor was the star, and I mean that metaphorically, that just Jesus, we'd feel like Christmas was crossed out. We look at the tree and the ornaments and, and, and all of that and think of that as all a part of the Christmas celebration with Jesus being the top and the most important. But if it's all crossed out and all we have left is Christ, for many, that's not enough. If this is all we had left of our Christmas celebration, if Christ was it, it would not be enough. Because the reality is, the Christ of Christmas somewhere along the way has become just a tree topper in our celebrations. Just something that we add on. It's an important thing. It wouldn't be Christmas without it. But we recognize that there's more than just a difference in what we emphasize. What we're doing is good obviously, and it's better than those people who, you know, it would be the opposite, you know. It's like they can have the tree and all the presents, everything, but the star is missing or, or Jesus is missing. In other words, it would kind of be written, Mary Blankmas. We're not like that. We're not saying that. But is it possible somewhere along the line that Jesus has just become a tree topper to our Christmas and not the real star that only matters? That one thing that we long for, the one thing that we need, is Him. Well, we need to grasp that Jesus is not just a part of the Christmas story. Rather, Christmas is a part of Jesus' story. I don't know if you can grasp this, but it is is a whole different way of thinking for so many people. Jesus is not just a part of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is a part of Jesus' story. That's where we experience the truth. That Christmas cannot be canceled. It cannot be taken away from us because Christ cannot be taken from us. And I know we may be thinking, yes, and please understand, I am not putting down all the heartwarming, wonderful traditions and wishes of Christmas that we we do, we celebrate, uh, let alone others. But I just wonder if we can become, and, and, and you're not going to think this maybe tonight or tomorrow, but the day after when the things didn't work out exactly the way you thought Christmas would. I'm just wondering if, if we can be so busy looking for the magical moments of Christmas past that we miss the miracle of Christ and what He's doing right here and right now. And He wants to do in your life. The things that we feel we're missing out on because of things that have happened and what's going on are things that we can fa- be found in Christ in a whole different way. Beyond the gifts under the tree, there, there is a gift that was put on a tree, on the cross, for you and for me, that has everything that we need. His name is Jesus They said, because He will save His people from their sins, because we've all sinned, we've all fallen short of what God wants of our lives. And the penalty for that sin for everyone is death. And that's why Jesus came. 
to save us from that. To receive that gift that He offers and recognize that He is more than just a Savior that has come. In a sense, this gift of Jesus has so much more in the box, so to speak. If you really would open up. And sometimes when the only thing that's left is this, then we begin to truly either be disappointed or be gravitate towards and find out. As we move towards Jesus, we find out that with Christ comes a joy that no one can cross out. That's not dependent upon our circumstances and what's happening. That, that in Christ, we, we, go, we might go looking in a Christmas for something that is calm and bright, but in Christ comes a peace that goes beyond our comprehension that no one can steal as long as we hold on to the hand of the Prince of Peace. And while it may seem lonely at, at times here and there during this season, when we have Christ, you are never alone. For He has promised in Hebrews 13, I will never leave you or forsake you. So in the darkest time, it will always be light if our focus is on Christ. No matter what's going on, He is the light of the world. And even if it gets darker, even if there are things in your life and you're looking at it and you're thinking it may get darker, guess what? The darker it gets, the brighter this light shines. It doesn't get less bright. The darker things get the brighter the light shines that we have we cannot cancel out christmas because we cannot cancel out christ maybe it just needs to be a little simpler thinking merry christmas even tonight in just a few moments as we light our candles to remember that jesus the light came into this world to dispel the darkness. Not just 2,000 years ago. It's not just a, a, a history lesson of back then, but today. He still comes to dispel the darkness in our lives and in this world. As we hold that candle, recognize He is not just the light of the world, but is He your light through your world that He wants to go with. Let him shine this Christmas as the only light that really matters. Lord God, we thank you. Jesus, that you are the Savior. And there's nothing that can separate us from you and your love. But we recognize with that you can't separate something that's actually never been joined together and we want to just make sure tonight that we join our life with yours. We're not trying to get rid of all the traditions of Christmas, but we want to grab hold of the truth. The truth that will matter no matter what happens, no matter what is taken away, we will always have you. And with you comes love, joy, peace, hope. For you are the light. Or come in to our life. 
forgive us and give to us not just an eternal life someday, but a abundant life today. Thank you. Even in these moments as we close, Lord Jesus, we ask that you would help us to silence ourselves in this night, to hear your still small voice speak to each of us of your great love. And how just as we sang songs toward you, you sing songs over us. Lord Jesus, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. As I...